Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. If you don't know Sirius XM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy Sirius XM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of Sirius XM outside the car for free. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talk about Monday Night Raw, especially the Kari Sane tweet that had me going crazy. We get Mark's take. Again, not the tweet, the timing of the tweet, but we'll get Mark Henry's uh, take on that. Also, we get into promos. That's right, the promo from Keith Lee and the promo from MJF on Wednesday. Mark's got a great take. Also, it's been five years since the passing of Rowdy Roddy Piper, and we get into some memories and moments right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I want to get your take really quick on the Kari Sane tweet. I obviously, I have no problem. Kari Sane tweeted out that, you know, thank you to everyone. Thank you to the fans. Thank you for my time with NXT and Monday Night Raw. And she had a nice montage of pictures with her and Asuka and Triple H. You know, you got to have that picture of Triple H holding the NXT women's title belt. You know, you got to put that in the montage. You know, and it was a wonderful, wonderful tweet, Mark. But I had a problem with the timing. And again, I'm getting slaughtered on social media because people think I have a problem with the tweet. Obviously, I don't. But I did have a problem that she sent it out three minutes after that amazing beatdown from Bailey. So let me ask you, Mark. Did you out? Did you have a problem with the timing of Kari Sane's tweet from Monday? You know what, Dave. In hindsight, uh, we, we a lot could change, but we can't change it. Um, I've been on the other side of that coin, Dave. As an athlete, you have an injury. Sometimes catastrophic, sometimes, you know, just demoralizing. You know, you, you, you get injured seven months ago. You come back for three days, and damn it, you get hurt again. And you emotionally go, you know what? To hell with it. I'm done. I didn't have Twitter or Instagram or anything where I could post immediately in my feelings how I felt. But I can see myself being in Kari's spot. 
And I'm sitting there talking to my family, texting back and forth, and then me go on social media and go, you know what, guys? It's over with. I'm done. I can see that. And I think that's what happened. I think that let's look at it from Kari's perspective. You're injured. You're hurt. You're beat up. And you're gonna, you say, you know what? This is it. I'm done. I don't have a problem with it. Because I've I've been there. I was I was in that match with Ray Mysterio and Dallas when I blew my knee out in two thousand four. And at the hospital, in and in the emergency room, I'm telling Ray, I'm done. <laughs> this is it. I can't take this no more. And he's like, Come on, man, don't say that. Don't say that. Like that don't 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 let this you you're just upset right now. If I had my phone during that time and they had Instagram and Twitter and all of this, I, Dave, I would have went on there and said the same thing. I would have said how I felt in that moment. I don't judge her for it. I don't. Three minutes, an hour, a day, I don't. I don't judge her. But does it tell you that the perception of pro wrestling is is different? Meaning that, you know, I, I would I would guess from what we saw on Monday, the storyline is going to be that Bailey beat the hell out of Kari Sane, and that that writ, wrote Kari Sane off a of TV. So, like again, it's more like you know the pro wrestling that we grew up with, Mark. You know, you wanted to keep of what went on on the TV screen and what goes on in the ring and outside the ring. You know, should continue, and this is obviously. Uh, I guess a reflection of pro wrestling in 2020 more than anything else. I think so. I think it's, it's, it's the time and we're in, we're in a time where it's instant news, instant explanation. And that's what we got. We got instantaneous information. Yes. It took three minutes however many, how long it was for you. Like, that's, that's just what it is. And it's an advantage that we get good news and we get news, sometimes we get bad news, but we get it immediately. And that's just the, that's just the landscape of the world, Dave. Even if it wasn't wrestling, and it was football, it was basketball, baseball, golf, marbles, tiddlywinks, whatever. You know, Gabby gave me some great news today. And I'm sure that that news came out the other day. I just wasn't looking for it, which is another, the next thing that I'm going to talk about with our fans, just not looking for stuff. Some people, people are hunting for stuff. But the, the thought that, you know, the Mandalorian is, is nominated for an Emmy, I'm like, wow, that's great news. But I'm sure that that news didn't just come out. It probably came out, what, yesterday, a week ago? So, I mean, like, that's, we're in instant news, Dave. I mean, it is what it is. And as far as searching for, why, you brought up a great point. I listened to you yesterday. And for somebody to tear down wrestling because they're in search of underground, inside information, is is detrimental to what we love so much 
and and you talked about oh the 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 term mark you and bully explained what that was that it was derogatory and somebody that just this they, they want to know everything they want to be the first one to break that news that we're talking about they want to be look what i did guys look at me i, I broke the news like stop doing that we come on and analyze what we see positive and negative because the news goes both ways but why search for dirt why search for deficiencies why search for a weakness in the armor no you you said it yesterday yourself Nobody does that in other sports. They don't. Nobody does that except for wrestling. You want to be right. And I always say this. Talking louder does not make you right. Being able to break the news first doesn't make you better. Stop poking holes in our business. I love this. Like like one of my children and I have to sit around and listen to people tear it down all the time. And I always say, man, I hate the dirt sheet stuff. I don't want to get involved in it. I don't want to d- talk about it. Like, it's a rumor. I base it off fact and experience. That's it. And I'm done with it. Sports are back. Sports. Sporty sports. Sports, sports, sports. It's been too long. Sports is back. I am beyond ecstatic. Mad Dog Sports Radio has been waiting. We got games. Time to gamble. Finally, sports are back. Hallelujah. We've all been waiting. Man, I've missed sports in my life. But that wait is over. Load up the account because it's time to gamble. Your place to talk sports. All sports. All day. Every day is Mad Dog Sports Radio. Channel 82. Oh, baby. Keith Lee's promo on Wednesday, MJF's promo on Wednesday, two amazing Ooh. promos, both fire. I thought MJF's, I mean, I think up right now at 24 years old, career-defining promo from him. It's unbelievable that he's only 24 years old. And then you look at Keith Lee, and I know you and Bully last week talked about, hey, you want to see a different side from Keith Lee? You want to see some fire from Keith Lee? I think we got that Wednesday night, Mark. Man, in, 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 in droves, we got it. Like, I was wondering when that that was going to happen. And we had talked about that just last week. Like, Keith is on point with everything. But it, it, we need a little bit more emotion. And I want to give him his flowers because he went out there and he did exactly that. And I'm not saying that he's listening to the show and hearing the, constr- const- the constructive criticism and, and, and actually um, making himself better by that constructive criticism. But I would hope that that's the case. But nonetheless, we got it. Like, it was emotional and I was sitting there cheering for him, and I had to go back and listen to what he was saying because I couldn't hear nothing he was saying. All I could hear was, oh, yeah, yeah, like finally. Yeah. He got me emotional. He got me invested. And I was like, shoot, that's all you needed. That's why I had to pick them 
uh, from the question that we just got asked. Yeah, and then, like, you know, we talked about it on the show yesterday, and I really, you know, again, you know, I know Bully said he would wish he got a little bit more from him, but to me, I thought it was perfect because Karrion Cross yeah, no. was not in the ring with Keith Lee. You know, it, you would have gotten a different Keith Lee if Karrion Cross was standing across from him. He wasn't. So that was just a taste. And sometimes that's all it takes is just a taste of that anger and that fury. To me, when he does see Karrion Cross face-to-face and they are in the ring together, you're going to get another level of what you saw on Wednesday night, yeah. Mark. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, I can see uh, next week, I can see a pull-apart. I can see them actually seeing each other in the locker room, seeing each other in the back. And have the you know the everybody the the locker room has to break everybody up break them up and um, I mean I kind of we we saw that with him and Dijakovic uh, which led to that match but I think that with Keith Lee is going to be a little different you're going to need everybody in the building people holding cameras <laughs> the janitor going to have to drop his mop <laughs> yeah all the agents and producers like if if there's anybody around it's going to take everybody to pull those two apart and i think that that's that's what that's when you'll see that extra um that extra motivation and then mark mjf's promo from wednesday night as well wow. i mean 24 years old i mean think about it like he i mean what he is able to do in the ring and on the microphone. And honestly, I can't see how anyone does not hate or despise MJF. I, I wanted to jump through the TV and clothesline him from behind through the, through the podium that he was speaking at. He, he's just such an ass. And I guess that's what we need. <laughs> we always need the bad guy. He is definitely the bad guy. His mouth and the way that he treats people, uh, the subservient way that he had the people around him act and him put some sanitizer in my hand, you know, like, here, hold this. You know, like, I don't do my own stuff. I'll sign. And then he hands the pen to him like, ugh, like, yeah, somebody touched. Like, he is so condescending with the fact that he's spewing hatred, that he is telling the world that everybody's chasing a hug and everybody is um, wanting to be friends and wanting to be liked, but I don't care. You don't deserve to have that title. I mean, it's just like very, like, who the hell are you? Who are you? Why are you saying this? Because just because you feel like that's the thing to do, like there's there's no real evidence or proof that what he was saying was true. It's his word against everybody else. And that's what makes it that's what makes me want to punch him, because um, it's not based on fact. It's based off his opinion of the world, his opinion of the other wrestlers. And I'm sure there's some guys that have taken that personally. 
Yeah, and it's going to be fun to see what happens, especially with him and John Moxley in the ring. Let's get back out to the busted open nation. Let's go to Nick in North Carolina. What's going on, Nick? Hey, what's up, Dave? Hey, Mark. Happy Falls Count Anywhere Friday. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, um, I'm really just calling uh, out of gratitude. You guys were just talking about chasing the hug, and funny enough, um, I just want to thank you guys for over a year and a half of wrestling education on Busted Open. Um, and I have a request. After hearing this morning, uh, I listened to the podcast on Podcast One. So after hearing the Good Brothers, please try to get them back on the show as many times as you can for the rest of the year before they're all booked up because they had me dying in my truck on my way to South Carolina. And, um, you know, we were talking about, uh, you know, like heels and everything, you know, watching Mark Henry on my TV on SmackDown, you know, some years ago, I couldn't stand him. But now, you know, on Busted Open, he's one of my favorite people ever to be able to talk to, to have that privilege. So thank you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome. Wow, thanks, appreciate Nick. you, I brother. Appreciate That's a great that. compliment. That's awesome. You, you appreciated my work. I yeah, did my man. job. He hated you, Mark. And now he loves you. You got somebody at the drop of a dime getting somebody that hated you as much as he did to now love you on this show. That's awesome. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good news. I love it. I love good news, Dave. Falls count anywhere Friday. I'm patting myself on the back right now, guys. You can't see me, but you can hear it. Oh, my God. That's great. I love that. I love it. I love it. Let's go out to Eric in Virginia Beach. What's going on, Eric? Good morning, Phyllis. How's it going? What's up, buddy? It's going good, man. Um, Real quick, earlier you guys were talking about marks being the derogatory term. Um, speaking of Marks, uh, I met you, Mark Henry, back in 2004. Uh, you were doing a show in Norfolk, and I had brought up your size. You're, you're a massive individual. You had told me I wasn't small either. Fast forward 10 years later, I got into the business because of what you told me. Wow. In retrospect, wow. I look back at that, and I think... Yeah, I was a mark. And now that I'm in the business, I'm still a mark because anyone I work with, anyone I speak to, I am a fan of. I had the opportunity to work with a Hall of Famer last year, and I was the biggest mark in the, in the backstage area. It's an honor to be called a mark, in my opinion. It really is. And you know, the, the internet trolls and the, and the net nerds and all of them using the word mark is derogatory. They're the biggest marks of them all because they can't get away from it. No matter yeah, what. Let's they take do it back. Know. Let's take it back. Biggest marks. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to talk to bully because, you know, we're rather than the hall of the, the hall of fame and pain connection, we should be called two marks. Because both of our names are Mark, and we both are big wrestling fans from little kids, and that is exactly how I see it. New, new, uh, new term. Thank you. Yeah, I like. Who, it. Me, well, who's who, the Hall of Famer you work? Oh no, he like he he hung up. Oh. With, uh, but you know what? That the the fact that you inspired him 
Mark, to get into the business just because and I and you know what, Mark, you meet I mean thousands of people. I mean I've seen some big fellows too. Yeah. You know, and you know, and and that's the thing that, you know, you definitely understand, Mark, is that fact that, you know, for you, you know, saying a remark, giving an autograph, a nod of approval. You know, you do that so many times, but for that person, that means the world. So, you know, a throwaway line like, man, you got some size on you. That guy took it and it changed his entire life just from, a, a, you know, one sentence that you told the guy. That's crazy when you think about it. Wow. Wow, it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm, I'm glad that there are people out there that love what we do as much as I love doing it. That's just, man, never gets old. If it's happening in baseball, it's on MLB Network Radio. Passon just said that eight more Marlins have tested positive. Report from Jeff Passon of ESPN this morning that eight additional Marlins players and two coaches have tested positive for COVID-19. If you get a breakout, how do you manage it? This is one of those worst-case scenarios. Who is safe to be around? Who's not? Baseball at its first crossroads. For the latest news and talk, it's MLB Network Radio, Sirius 209 XM 89. I can't believe that it's been five years since the passing of Rowdy Roddy Piper at the age of 61. Man, you talk about a guy that helped trailblaze the promo, that made it popular to be able to get on a microphone and talk and not just get out there and wrestle. Roddy was one of those guys. Not only could he work, not only could he wrestle and entertain, but you could just hand him the microphone and he could stand there and look around. And within seconds, he would find the triggers to push. And he would have you, he would compare his opponent to someone in the crowd. I remember watching him. Uh, I think we were in Poughkeepsie, and (laughs) he said, you see this guy, and this guy was on the front row, and he said, not only do you look like my opponent, but I can see it in your face. You're living check to check. You don't have a woman in your life. You're dressed like you yesterday's new old news. I mean, he just berated this guy. And he said, and I'm going to get to be on somebody that looks just like you, that represents you, represents all these people. And he just went off. And when his when the person's music hit, <laughs> it was man you would have thought that Ric Flair was coming out there he always overly prepared the crowd for the the match and he was he was one of those guys that I'm I'm telling you I mean it ain't been many there haven't been many the rock Jake Roberts Ted DiBiase you know, like, I'm, there's not Jericho, of course, now that 
you didn't even really have to see a match. All you needed to see was that guy come down to the ring running. And that person that, you know, that guy in the ring throw a clothesline, miss, and get drop kicked out of the ring. They grab the microphone and say, how about that? That's all you need. That's all you need. Place goes nuts. Going nuts. And that was the beauty of Piper. He didn't have to have a match. MJF should watch some Roddy Piper, some Ted DiBiase, some Jake the Snake. The command that they had with that microphone. I don't want a podium, even though I did like it. I mean, having all the Burberry, you know, stuff around. And, like, he's such a, <laughs> such a piece of trash. Yeah, he's asshole. Yeah, no, I, I I love it though. It's like I, I it's, it's like when something goes so bad that you have to laugh to just to make it ease the pain. That's MJF. He's he's so painful sometimes that you just have to go. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Oh, he's good, man. He is. He's awesome. And the thing too, <laughs> and going back to Roddy Piper, is you mentioned his promos. You know, Piper's Pit. There was nothing like it. There would never be oh, anything like it. They try to do, you know, and listen, you know, you know, Ms. TV and the VIP lounge, you know, they try to duplicate it even back then, you know, with the barbershop and everything else. But there was nothing ever like Piper's Pit. And then he was in some of the great matches, too. That match with Greg Valentine at Starcade, the dog collar match, that's, you know, one of the greatest Starcade matches of all time. And then, you know, we, we look at, we, and we talk a lot about like the rock and how he was able to transcend just pro wrestling and do movies. You know, Hogan was able to do that as well, but Piper was really that first one to kind of be able to do that. You know, he had his retirement at WrestleMania three against Adrian Adonis. And, you know, they live is one of my all time favorite movies. I, I love, they live. You know, he that, was really good in it, too. He was awesome. And that fight scene with him and David Lee, I mean, that is one of the greatest fight scenes in movie history, that parking lot brawl between David Lee and Roddy Piper. You know, you know who I compare Roddy Piper's acting style to? Kirk Douglas. That's what he reminded me of, the way that he act. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. You ever see that movie? Of course. I love Big Trouble with Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, I, I could have seen Roddy Piper playing that character. It was like, wow, okay, that's, that's him. He was really good, man. There is rumors going around. I don't know how true it is that they might come out with a remake of Big Trouble in Little China and the and the lead in the rock. Yeah. I, I I heard that. I heard that. I think that that's I think that's something that's actually uh true, Dave, that is 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 up for conversation. I think they 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 they've already started uh casting and stuff. I'm I'm I mean if I if I heard correctly. We got to get the rock on. I, you know, if, if Rock, if I you're listening, it. Rock, if you're listening, call in 877-344-4893. I'll give, I'll, you know what? I'll give Rock a Dave LaGreca t-shirt if he comes on the show. 
I never now, do that. I'll give him a Mark Henry T-shirt too. Think about that, Rock. Two you for can one. get two free T-shirts: a Mark Henry shirt that you can get on ProWrestlingTees.com, and a for Dave LaGreca shirt. You don't have to go to Pro Wrestling Tees. We'll give it to you for free. All you gotta do is come on the show. Tall. A phone call, Rock. Pick up the phone. Doop doop doop. Eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. Hello, Hello. Yeah, it's the Rocky. Come on the air. We talk about the remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Maybe throw a couple of memories of this and that, and then you're gone. And you get two shirts for it. Yeah. Are you above two free T-shirts? He he did make a hundred and thirty-six million dollars. A couple of years ago, in one year. All right, I'm not. Mark, I'm just saying. Let me ask you a question. It's a lot of shirts. Let me ask you a question. Is The Rock cool? <laughs> yeah. Is he cool? Yeah. All right. You know what would make him cooler? If What's he was that? wearing a Mark Henry T-shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. When it's time to go to the track. To the track. Yeah. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio's got oh you covered. Here we go. Tune in to Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Or listen on the phone when you get out of the car with the Sirius XM app. We're back on the track. Sunday. At 2 p.m. Eastern. With NASCAR Cup Series Racing. Everything's happening so fast. It's the Foxwoods Resort Casino 301. From New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Yeah, go take it. On Sirius XM. On Sirius, Sirius XM. NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Very, very, very well done. <laughs> Yep. And Mark, That's I know I know memorabilia is a big thing uh, for you as well. You love pro wrestling memorabilia. Oh my God, yeah, man. I'm 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 actually really fortunate that right now uh, I'm working on a show, uh, the Quest for WWE Lost Treasures. That's going to be on the History Channel, um, and I man shot shot a show a portion of the show last week. Uh, the big show came to Austin, and we went through my memorabilia in which there were things that I haven't seen in 10, 15, 20 years. Wow. It's just been shoved in boxes, and as show and I were going through the boxes, uh, we found one of my gear bags, and... I saved every wrestling gear that I ever wore. There's two, except for two. Two are already in museums. And the Hall of Pain uh, gear is with the WWE in their archive. And uh, one of my first red, white, and blue gears uh, is in the Ice House Museum in my hometown. Everything else I have, every single one. And we started digging through bins and came across that bin. And I kept pulling out one after the other after the other and saying, oh, I, show, I know you remember this gear. And I know you remember this one. And then I got to the bottom. And there was a point where... The, it came up that me and Big Show were going to get put in a tag. And we were going to face Jared's show. I mean, um, it was right after Jared's show. And he and I were going to be a tag. And <laughs> we talked about, we had gear made exactly the same. I had my gears 
that show and I were going to be tag partners. And he is camouflage stuff. And he was like, wow, I remember that. He said, I'm glad I didn't get gear made. <laughs> I said, I was prepared. I'm over prepared. I'm all, hey, listen, when I hear an idea, I'm like, let's do it. Let's go. And I'm ready. And uh, so we, we got to go through that. And he said, you know what, man? You know what you should do with all of these? You should have them all matted and put in frames. And then you can line all the hallways and call it the Hall of Pain. Wow. And I went, damn, that's a good idea, show. I'm glad you're not getting any money for it. I, th- I think I'm going to do that. So that's actually something that I'm considering doing. So when it, you mentioned this show for the, the History Channel, which sounds really, really exciting, is there a date where you know that You know that what? I, I don't think there's a date set for it to release because there's still a lot to be filmed. There's still a lot to be recorded. I'm going to go to Miami to Show's house and go through his memorabilia. We're going to have to go up in his attic. And pull all this stuff down. I'm not going up in the attic because you know I'm afraid of heights, and um, I have my phobias. I don't judge me. Nope. And uh, we're gonna have some small person to climb a ladder and pull all the show stuff down, and we're gonna go through it. It's been a while, but the NHL is coming back. Back for Andre. He's in for a shot. He scores. Here's a one timer and a score. Sagan lost it to Shifley. Shifley with Kyle Connor. Two on one. Follow all the action. Hear the most in-depth analysis. And follow your favorite team all the way to the Stanley Cup Final. The NHL is back on Sirius XM, NHL Network Radio, Sirius XM 91. The stars will become stars after a period of time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, Who who do you consider like a Cena right now? Well, there's no, there's nobody that that is a Cena. I mean, there's nobody that's a Rock, because they. This has been that 15 year period, and it takes about 15 years uh, for a cycle of uh, wrestlers to go come into play and then disappear. And this is that period where people are starting to disappear. The Big Shows, the Undertakers, the Mark Henrys, the like all of those guys are going to go to the wayside. And then now you're going to have this new crop, the Seth Rollins, the Roman Reigns. The, and we're in a pandemic right now. So um, a lot of stuff has been put on hold. Um, but I, I do see a lot of guys like Keith Lee and, um, you know, Killian Cross, like all of these guys that are coming up now, the Adam, Adam Coles, like they're, they're going to be that. It's just going to take about three years. Um, it, I mean, three years may be too long, but it'll take another two years because we've already had a year or two under, under our belts. Mark, do you, do you think like with Vince McMahon and now, Vince McMahon, obviously, you know, what he's been able to accomplish in the world of wrestling for decades is just, you know, unprecedented and may never, ever be matched. But, you know, you know, I believe he's 74 years old. And, you know, maybe you won't like this analogy, but is he kind of like, you know, a bit like Jerry Jones? Is there a time where, you know, you kind of need to step aside and let somebody else, you know, uh, you know, Jerry Jones is letting his son, who's the general manager now, start to make some of the decisions. And you're starting to see the organization, you know, go back to their winning ways. 
do you think it might be time for Triple H to to take the reins, so to speak, when it comes to the main roster in the WWE? I don't think so. I, I think that um, you you or look at you mentioned Jerry Jones. Uh, the last time that Jerry, the Cowboys have done really good drafting over the last five years. Uh, probably about 10 years ago, they made some questionable judgments. And some of that was based off of uh, Jerry picking with his heart rather than picking with the numbers. And I think he learned from that. And I can't even remember the running back that he picked that went to Arkansas because he was a fan of the guy from Arkansas because he went to the University of Arkansas. But Felix something, Felix Jones. Felix Jones, yeah. And he's, he's kind of ever since then, somebody said, hey, Dad, hey, Mr. Jones, don't pick with your heart. <laughs> Please don't do that no more. Like, pick with the numbers. And I think that's where Vince is. I think Vince has picked some guys with his heart. Like, oh, I really believe in this guy. I, like, even with Drew McIntyre, the first time he saw Drew, he was like, wow, I could see that guy being the future of wrestling. During that time, Drew hadn't had enough seasoning to become the future of wrestling. Now, Drew can be the future of wrestling. But back then, he couldn't. So, you know, I think it's time to let – don't draft everybody. Let some, you draft who you really need, and then you let somebody else draft that person. If they develop into something, you get them in free agency when, they, when their contract comes up. And that's what I think pro wrestling has become. Let people train them. If they make it, then you say, hey, that guy's really good. Like – won't you come over here and then you, you know, you, you create the future along with the future that we already have, which NXT has really been a great provider of talent. You know, Mark, when you look at the landscape and you said, you know, you had Stone Cold and The Rock. I mean, first you had Hogan, then you had Stone Cold and The Rock. And I'm just looking at the, you know, the Vince McMahon Jr. era, you know, Hogan you know, the Stone Colds and Rocks and then the Cena's. Is there somebody on the roster that could be, a, not in the same vein, obviously, but a star, the likes of a Cena, a Rock, a Hogan? I, I really do think that Seth Rollins is going to be the future of wrestling for a long time. Uh, Cross is, he, he's, he's, he's the future in the making if they keep going with him. Uh, Keith Lee, I mean, Adam Cole, like there, there's a bunch of guys that I think can, can be future stars, like really transcendent stars. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.